there I was talking with a wonderful person about his trips, past trips, upcoming trips, my trips, and another person, her most recent adventure and vacation, where she's been, what she enjoyed. And in the middle of all that, another person had an opportunity to talk about his recent trip. And I was enthralled. I wanted to listen because he just finished a two-week road trip. You may remember I've had a couple road trips in my life with my family, uh, one lasting about four weeks. And some of the details of that trip, because it's so magical, it, it creates these memories that just can't be forgotten. Hopefully they'll never be, be forgotten. I remembered we did something like 4,000 miles of travel in four weeks, which is a lot of miles, but it also allowed us, even we traveled a, a bunch during the night, one of us would drive, another would sleep, or the rest of the family would sleep and such. But we weren't going for how many miles we could do. We wanted to see certain destinations. We wanted to hit certain places. And so we had an itinerary. We had an agenda of where we were going to go. We researched before we went. And I say all that because this gentleman mentioned that he was gone with just him and his spouse for two weeks in an RV. And again, as soon as I heard that, I thought, oh my goodness, that'd be so magical. Two weeks of just slow driving hitting fun places, not having really, having an agenda, but still being able to stop at little mom and pop diners and being able to see things off the beaten path. But over a course of maybe 10 or 15 minutes, he just mentioned how horrible all of the roads in the United States of America are. Many went on after rambling about that for quite a while. He mentioned, well, really it was just in, in New Mexico. The roads are just so poor, it threw the RV all around. And that's when I started to think, huh, uh, maybe this trip could have been better. And then he mentioned, well, I only wanted to see one place in all of Texas. And it's where the Cowboys play football. And I thought, I've been to Dallas a few times. There's some really cool things to see in Dallas, including the stadium, a billion dollar stadium. That's pretty awesome. But that's the only thing to do in all of Texas on a road trip. Well, I learned later on that he had multiple weeks, not two weeks of vacation every year, three or four or five, but more. I learned that his income was not an issue, that he was making <clears throat> approximately double, just himself, double, maybe even triple what the average American household makes. So why was this vacation so epically poor? Well, I think attitude plays into it. He had a bitter attitude and couldn't get better because he was so stuck and bitter. Here's what I would suggest to you to make sure that your trip, especially if it's a road trip, this is how you make it great. First of all, plan where you're going. If you're going with a spouse, with your family, know what the destinations are that are just riveting, magical, uplifting, memorable, and plan to go see those. And then don't do what this gentleman did. He decided to go 6,000 miles in two weeks. Do the math on that, my friends. That means you're basically stuck in the RV driving and driving and driving for so many hours a day that when you finally do get out, you're exhausted. And what you're really seeing is asphalt go by. No wonder all he could remember was the poor roads. That's pretty much all he saw. We did 4,000 miles in four weeks. That was still pretty aggressive, but we switched off drivers and were able to do it. But the biggest thing is we had places to see as we went. When we went to Texas, for instance, just in Dallas alone, we saw the JFK Museum. We played in water fountains. We hit the library there that had some really amazing documents and was air conditioned at a very needed time for us. If you're going to go on an RV, 
here's another thing. He reminded me, yeah, if you take your own RV, you're paying for the insurance. You're paying for the monthly payment. You're paying for the cost if it does get rocked all around. But what if you just rented someone else's RV? Of course, you still want to take great care of it, but you're not so concerned about, oh my goodness, I'm paying 50000 for this or 30000 or 100000 and my insurance and all the repairs. What if you didn't have to worry about the repairs? It was someone else's RV that you're simply borrowing for this trip. Well, what else did I learn? Maybe be involved, both partners, both spouses, so that you know where you want to visit. Stop and enjoy some wonderful places. As you're driving, you're going to notice uh, an ad for something that you didn't even put on your agenda. Take time to visit it because you have plenty of time. Make sure that you take time to eat at local places and just enjoy. But for, I guess most importantly, make sure that when you come back from a dream vacation, that your attitude allowed it to truly be a dream vacation. Now, lest you think that this person is an anomaly and that I'm perfect or pretend to be, that's not the case at all. I remember a cruise that we went on one time and that was just, it should have been magical, but I let my attitude get in the way. I ended up having a bitter attitude, even though we were on one of the top cruise lines around. We went to an amazing Western Caribbean destination. Everything should have been magical and amazing, but it wasn't for me because I let my attitude destroy or ruin the trip. I hope you and I, that on our next trip, we plan well, we go with a great attitude. I hope if you have an opportunity to go on an RV trip, that you're not too concerned about the roads. You're not so concerned about speed. You're more concerned about enjoying the journey, planning the journey before you go, and then being spontaneous. Good luck. Bon voyage.